0: Welcome back to Innovation Through Insights, where we talk about online business, marketing and how to monetize your offer online. I'm your host, Kieran, and today we have McCure who is a copywriter for a $10 million company. He has six and seven figure promotions with this company, and we break down exactly how he did that. Before we jump in, I have one favorite to ask. If you enjoy the episode, drop a follow or like, depending on if you're on Apple Music or Spotify, and if you really enjoy the episode, drop us a five-star rating. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Enjoy, my friends. Alright, what's up guys? We're back with a back-to-back pod, actually. We've... um. You know, got some in quick succession, which isn't uh, very, very, very... It was it isn't doesn't happen a lot on this podcast, but we got a very special guest, McCure, other known as Copy Chief. Some of you know him uh, from Twitter, but he's got a very interesting story, which, you know, I just want to talk about. So, what's up, man?
1: Hey, Karen. Well, I'm good. How about you?
0: I'm doing amazing, man. And... Yeah? Yeah, like I just... Obviously I've had a lot of, we've had a lot of copywriters on here and but you know they've all got really interesting background stories. I feel like copywriters are sometimes some of the most interesting people, people who do it for a living. So yeah. Um first of all, like the first, like what I've got to ask first of all is I look at your and know, I look at your bio on Twitter, and there's also obviously there's a lot more nuance to it, which we're gonna find out, but copy chief for a ten million company. I don't know how much of that you can disclose, but what 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 is what do you mean like by that? Like what what is the backstory there, and how did that all get started?
1: Well, you know the the backstory is kind of it's it's quite simple because uh you know I started like a few years ago, maybe like three years ago, um and uh, at first like it was a complete like coincidence for me as I I didn't know what copy was. Uh, at the time, I was just, you know, like I I, I did like uh, studies in literature, in French literature because I'm a f- native speaker, like French n- native speaker. And um, and so I, I was completely lost at that point. And I was the, the only thing that I knew how to do, like kind of, was writing. And um, so I, I started to... Look out like for jobs and stuff and I found this 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 offer for like copy and I was like shit What's that like I, I've ne- I, I, I had n- never heard of it and so I you know, I tried to do some research I read books and um, Turns out that it was like the leading company in the French-speaking world in copy like um probably the um, yeah uh like the, the 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 most important one in in the french speaking world yeah actually so i you know I, I i got uh an interview uh that that went well uh i don't know what they 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 found in me but uh, uh apparently that 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 did the job and so i you know, I, I started and uh, I failed, like, a lot. I, 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 wrote, uh, I, I read, like, a, a ton of books. I studied copy, like, uh, day in and day out. I did it, like, on my free time, too. I got really obsessed by copy. B- basically, it was my whole life, you know. And then, well, uh, long story short, uh, I got good. At least decent uh, to a point that I could you know write letters like long form s- sales letters that would y- you know like sell for hundreds of thousands of euros basically and um, it got to the point where I I started yeah like they 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 gave me the task to train a new new people in the company. And, um, yeah. And so r- right now, like, uh, last year we, yeah, we sold for a little more than 10 million euros, uh, in total. Yeah. Damn. All right. That's, there's a lot to break down there. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you joined this company, you had no experience
1: in copywriting ever. Absolutely, like like I didn't even know what the 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 term was. Like I I was a complete noob. So how did that go for the first year? Surely you know because it
0: take it especially as you're doing English literature before like, That's a whole different way of writing.
1: Well, I was doing French literature actually. French literature, yeah, yeah.
0: R- right. But still, and kind of the same like concept of you know it's just a different formatting, different style, different way of writing. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was completely different. And um, so I had a lot to learn. Uh, Actually, I I had like everything to learn. And um, so the first year like went as usual with like rookies like uh, I was. Uh, It was terrible. (laughs) It was a lot of suffering. Uh, Basically my first uh, letters weren't that good. Like it's no, no surprise, um, and uh, but the good the, the good thing was that my my boss who became my my mentor uh, with the years um, like he he's got a very special way of teaching like he's very um, uh, he's very hard like on on your copy like he will destroy you basically <laughs> but that's uh, to me like that's how you learn th- the most you know and that's just the, the style i want to i i i used to with my with my rookies and um yeah so so yeah the the first year was hell basically i uh, i think i didn't like produce one letter that was decent i think it, they all tanked basically
0: yeah and what what do you think this I guess this' mentor of yours kind of now or like this company in general what do you think they saw in you then when you know they took you on
1: with no prior experience or did they know you had no prior experience well uh, so what I can say is that uh, I work in the health niche like uh, alternative medicine uh, that that kind of stuff and I had like a background in 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 health because uh, like a few years ago I had tons of health uh, issues and so I I I did like a lot of research uh, when I was studying literature so I came like to the interview with like with like this background you know and I think uh, it impressed him like uh, and that's why he gave me my chance uh, plus the fact that I I was always like kind of um, like a f- free thinker you know like I I have some Opinions and ideas of my own, uh, that are not common, you know, like in France, like people mm. are very, uh, they, they're, they like the, the, the political correctness is like very strong in France. And I was kind of like, uh, not like this, like more, more radical in some ways.
0: Right. Interesting. So what what sales page like did, what do you think for the you'll the say your first ever five figure sales page? I should say that. like what what changed there? What do you think you did that completely t-
1: changed around and you finally got your breakthrough? So to me, like the the first breakthrough was um, like a what we call an uh, early renewal like um, in, in in publishing companies uh, you get those those front ends we call we call them that's uh, like magazines and uh, publications and they're like a low 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 priced ticket you know like you pay like 29 euros for a whole year of that publication but we make a lot of money by uh, renewing the subscriptions uh, like, uh, we, 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 we send out a promo that, that uh, which gives you, like, a, a, a freebie when you renew your subscription, like, a, a year or six months before its actual, you know, uh, expiring date, basically. And so those kind of promos always, um, like, are successful because, like, it's easier to sell to people who are, who are, Already buyers, basically, mm. um, and so the first, uh, l- like the first really successful letter I did was was yeah this one, um, and um, yeah it, it it all changed because like one thing um, that is very important is confidence when you write uh, because before when I when I was like um, still learning and. Uh, having like a lot of f- uh, failures and letters that didn't work. Um, y- you know, I, I, w- I was kind of writing, but with uh, like this, you know, um, this feeling that uh, it, it would be no of no use, like uh, I would still fail, you know? Uh, I didn't have much confidence. And, uh, and this one like kind of started a new rhythm where I, I was like, shit, Uh, I, I can actually do letters that, that sell for like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember how, how much like it it sold for, but I remember it was like six figures, like probably 200,000 euros, something like this. Wow. Yeah. That, and from there, like you must've had that confidence and
0: it just must have been, you know, you can do it. You've seen it's possible. You can do it again and again and again, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and and actually, it's it's very funny because I see this with um, the copywriters I'm training. It's a roller coaster, basically, uh, because like you have your first your first uh, success, and and you gain some some confidence, and usually there is like this big failure that comes with it, like just uh, just after it basically um and that, and that's what i i had like i had this good letter i did and then the the next one was like probably uh, i'm not i'm not even kidding i i think i sold like uh, 80 uh like 80 pieces of this course like 80 you, you know like 80 people bought it basically yeah. which is like Terrible, like, uh, usually we we aim for, like, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, like, 80 people bought it. It was, it was, I I was, like, destroyed, basically. And I see this, like, with the people I train, is that they gain gain some confidence the first time they do a, a letter that does well. And usually, like, the, the one j- just after is, like, a big failure. Mm. But it, it's super, it's super uh, important because it teaches you a, a lesson, which is that uh, when you think you got it, it doesn't mean you got it. It means you, you got closer. But you can't just, you know, like, think you got it. Because then you, you, you get cocky. And, uh, you think you're there when you're, you're still on the path, you know? And, uh, that was like the, the most important, uh, lesson because, because after this, I'm not even kidding. I, I had like more successes than failures, uh, after, after this big failure, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: So i guess this is, a, this is a kind of good way to
0: lead it because obviously when you started you said the first year you know it was a complete complete failure so, yeah it, w-
1: it was training basically yeah. i was learning and uh, at my own pace reading
0: so when you did publish these sales letters that you know for example got 80 sales how do you like how did you bounce back from that like what did you do just you know was it something as simple as you know you just give it a few days and you get back into it, or do you think you know you just you just always should see it as kind of a learning curve? You know that's just how it, it that how it goes. You
1: need this failure to be able to write like really really good copy. Well, I think the first thing is that it it shakes you to your core. Like when you think you got somewhere and then you fail like miserably, yeah. it really like shakes you, and and you you have like this long period of doubt. Um, and I think it's the, the only time where I consider living at this point because I, I was so broken because I, I, was, I had like a lot of um, hope with this job and I was like um, working my, my ass off to pull it off and to learn it. And so this one, like, really took its toll on me. But the my mentor told me that it's usually it works like this: like you have this success, and then you get like a big failure that that just uh, awaits, uh, yes. you know, awaits you. And um, and so I, what I did is I listened to his advice, and which was to get back to the books, to get back to the copy and to, yeah, to, to stop thinking so much and start like doing a work that's like uh, constant and um, consistent too, you know, and to, to get back to it. And um, yeah, it, it made me look, it made me look at copy like uh, like a real task not just like a, a work that you do uh, for a job, but like um, like some somehow like being in front of a mirror, you know, and seeing mm. your own r- reflection and your own failures and and sh- shortcomings, and having to you know to get through that and to to come back even better than you than than you were before. Like it's, I believe that copy is the most transformative job in the world uh, and I'm I, I don't agree when people say um, like when you judge a, a copy you shouldn't judge the, the, the one who wrote it you should only you should only judge, the, uh, you should only judge the, the copy well I don't agree I believe that your copy is yourself it's, it's basically how you think how you organize your ideas or or not um it shows if you can like think clearly and and express yourself clearly too it shows how well you understand psychology etc etc
0: yeah this is what's going to lead on on to my next point because obviously yeah like it, it is like writing i think writing in general has that effect as well like you know it's very transformative. You, you, again, I love how you mentioned the, the quality of your thoughts, because, you know, copy is as much about like the angle of what you write as like, as much as, you know, what you write on paper, you know, you've got to have those thoughts, you've got to have that like, creativity. And obviously, where did you learn kind of copywriting in general? Was it from your mentor or was it like mainly from books because obviously we know all the great books to learn copy like what kind of part did well, you take there
1: so the first thing that um you gotta know is that so i write copy uh, in my company in french and so the 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 way we write copy is a little bit different from what uh, the americans do like for instance I'd, Agora or you know those big publishing companies <coughs> uh, It's a bit different because like the public the the like the French are really They're they're skeptics basically like they they, mm. they don't have a lot of money f- f- like fr- first of all and then they're They're not used to this kind of uh, marketing approach like Direct mail in France like is very new like it's not it's not a thing you know which is why like my company is probably the b- biggest one and and one of the 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 oldest ones even though it's only like 10 years old you know um so the 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 way you address the french speaking public is very different you got to be very mm, let's say um V- very careful with the way you approach it because if you, <coughs> like, if your claims are too too powerful, too big, like, they, they won't trust you and they will not buy. Like, I've, I've tried to translate American copy, like, uh, w- like exact translation, you know, A- and try to, to test it and it, it just... It it, it doesn't work like. Um, so you gotta you, you gotta approach it with like like some sort of subtlety. Basically, you gotta um, be more soft, and to be more s- more sensible. And um, so, I learned that mostly with my mentor, um, <coughs> because uh, he's the one who used to. Mm, to read all my copy and throw it to the trash, basically. And tell me exactly mm. how he would have done it and uh, why, you know, there are things that I just can't say. Like, ev- since we are in the, in the health niche, there are a lot of things that we just cannot say. Like, you know, when, when it comes, like, for, for legal reasons, when it comes to, yeah. like, cancer, Diabetes, uh, like all those kind of illnesses like y- your claims must be like very soft <laughs> You can't go and, and just like mm. uh, claim that you have a cure for for <coughs> cancer basically, or you, yeah, you'll just go to jail um, Yeah, so, so the approach is like more focused on uh, psychology I'd say and um, I try not to, to to express like um, like w- because when you read uh, American copy, basically it's big words that uh, that kind of convey like uh, a sense of uh, excitement. Um, you know, it's usually very a very thrilling. Experience when you read uh, an American copy, like from uh, Agora or something. Well, yes. y- like a French copy will be m- probably more boring uh, at first sight, but um, more emotional, more intellectual maybe, and so- sometimes it's it's not a good thing. Y- you know, w- w- when it's it's too like. Uh, it's too intellectual and, and not enough uh, emotional. It's not a good thing and um, but I'd say that the the style uh, and the style I, I, I use and write with uh, in my company in my, my, my nine to five basically is more like it's quite different. Um, so, it's something that that I couldn't have learned in books. Basically, uh, it was something very specific to the context. And and when I write copy in English, I tend to follow the rules of uh, English copywriting, basically. And I, I tend to write like more thrilling copy.
0: Interesting. And when you, I'm just going to bring you back when you mentioned using more psychology is that like you know like adding more biases maybe like social proof building that liking first or maybe like even reciprocation using that like does it sound more effective uh, using more of that and then less like you know bold claims that you know promise yeah, big things
1: we we try to use like we 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 focus on proof and uh, trying to bring forward like the most proof we can, like it, it can be studies, it can be, uh, like you said, like a social proofing. Um, we try to, to make it seem like it's very serious, you know, like it's, it's very scientific, like it's very mm. proven. Um, because like the French tend to not buy when there is too much hype. Because they get scared or they get like you know suspicious um, so and, and something else that that I, I I think contributed to 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 this was uh, the fact that we we use like an like like a, I sign my my letters with the name of an an author that that is in our company and um who is like very close to the people that that to the readers and so the um, this this person like this writer this um this guru basically is is very important in our like you know selling uh, process you know
0: yeah yeah okay yeah and that's actually because it's really interesting kind of the culture differences because I'm in England and I feel like like UK is pretty similar to the US like we I, I think it's a lot of kind of you know the same messaging and it's all like you know I think the audience is kind of the same even though it's kind of across the world but what do you think are like, the main differences between like maybe, you know Europe like France Spain for example um, compared to the US like what like what, what do you what are the main differences you see there
1: well, the main difference is that um, the French, like, they, they, there is, like, a huge c- cultural difference, wi- which is in the way that people think. Um, I'd say that the French are very, yeah, I uh, it's like what I said, like, uh, a very skeptical kind of people. Like, they, they mm. will, n- like, their first... Uh, reaction to something new is uh, I don't trust it meanwhile in the US like for instance I I I think that uh, people are more open to new uh, ideas and experiences and and opportunities I believe they are less suspicious but th- that's also true like um, with uh, with politics basically um, like in France uh, <coughs> like politicians are are u- usually like they're hated by by everyone, for instance. why because they try to to convince you to vote for for them so they, they, there is like this. <laughs> this aversion to persuasion in, in, in France mm, and, yeah. uh, that's something very subtle that's hard to describe but uh, you kind of see it and, and I think that if people are listening from France or, or know f- French people they are, they'll recognize like, uh, like they, they'll understand what I mean I believe
0: yeah yeah no, because, yeah, I've heard, like, kind of that analogy just between a lot of Europe and the US before, and it's just interesting to dive into it, especially when you're talking about psychology of an audience and, like, how to, you know, make them react in a certain way or make them, you know, take a certain action. Like, of course, across it, wherever you're writing in the world, it's going to be a different way of doing it, which is it's really interesting yeah, to dive into, man. And just but just one thing, yeah. like they,
1: there is also a difference in the way we consider money, you know, like in in America or you know in the English speaking world, like m- money is not a thing to be ashamed of, I believe, and um, in France it's like it's like you like people who have money are the elites, basically, so so the the. Um you know the relationship to mo- to money is very mm, different like you can like in france if you have mo- money people will lo- look at you in a very bad way like if you have a nice car if you have like a, a nice watch like you'll be considered as a a, a thief or uh, you know like 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 as if like having money meant uh, having stolen money, you know?
0: Right. That's, that's so interesting, because like, so, so it is kind of, is it, do you also think it's maybe like a, scare, a scarcity of money as well? Like French people are a lot more maybe scarce with, with their money compared to, you know, Europe, even America. Like,
1: um, like France is a centralised country. It means that you have the capital city, Paris, where everything is, like all the institutions are in Paris. And then you have the you know, the rest where the where the, the people lives, <laughs> like you know, like wh- where where the common man lives. Uh, and so you, you have this th- so so people who don't have money are don't usually live in Paris. And people who have m- money usually live close to, to Paris or in big s- big cities, and um, so so there is this huge gap, like social gap, between people with less money who live in small like cities or <laughs> villages, and the the elite class who lives in big cities like Paris, and who are like the elites who rule the country. Who they are politicians. They are. Uh, like CEOs, um, and and I think it it explains why th- th- there is this uh, this aversion to m- to money and basically this uh, you know the, this um, fear almost of persuasion and of you know like dealing with money or or uh, g- giving up money buying uh, and selling.
0: Yeah man and actually what I'm interested to hear is did copywriting open your eyes to this cultural difference I'm guessing it did because that's just one of the ways right you just understand humans on a much 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 deeper level when you know you go into copyrights. like you do you write copy and then you make sales and you see how people react like, you know
1: yeah it totally changed the the way i i, I view things um, but n- n- like I knew that there was this difference between cultures, like this c- cultural difference between the US and France <laughs> and, and Europe in general, uh, and the US f- for instance. And I knew that we, we had a, a different relationship uh, with money. Um, but with that said, like before doing copy, I was more French tha- than I am now if you see w- what I mean, uh, like, yeah, I used to think, like, not exactly like this, like, I I, I did not fear money, but I was, you know, kind of skeptical, too, I was like, yeah, th- like, the, the first time I, I read copy, my first, like, reaction was, wow, this is a fucking scam, you know, and uh, who, like, who is dumb enough to to read that and to buy the the product in the end, like, it was this bad, you know? But but there was something inside of me that told me, hey, I mean, if this exists, and it seems to be like a huge thing, because, uh, like, I I saw the books, I saw, saw like, uh, the stories of successful copywriters, and I was like, yeah, it's something huge, and uh, so so I was so c- curious that I wanted to um, you know investigate and and figure out why it was such a big deal, uh, like why this scam was so powerful. And then of course I realized that it w- it wasn't a scam. Actually, it was the contrary of a scam, and um, yeah, and so that totally changed my perspective on things, and uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So now you're, are you like, you're, you're kind of meant, to, actually, quick question. When you're writing copy, are you doing it like, sell online, you know, online sales layers, like landing pages? Is that your like main place that you write copy or, cause you mentioned, um, like kind of door to door, like, you know, um, sales, like sales page. I don't know if that's like what you do. Like what's the main place so, you write copy? Yeah.
1: The main place I write copy is email. So I do email uh, copy and uh, my, my specialty is uh, long form copy. So I, I yeah. right, like, I just finished a, like a 30 pages long copy, uh, actually uh, yesterday. Mm. So that that's like, yeah, my main uh, area of expertise, I'd say. Yeah.
0: So kind of, yeah, like, email marketing yeah that's that's interesting so you're like it's for the company email kind of email marketing you write the copy and but like yeah so that's 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 yeah just like, fascinating yeah, like, yeah
1: for instance I don't uh, I don't do too much like uh, lead generation or Facebook ads stuff like this I do like m- more um, like funnels uh, inside of emails like uh, we have this uh, system in my company that's called um, like the, the PLF from Jeff Walker. I, I don't know if you <coughs> heard of it. Um, which is like uh, introductory content to a su- sales letter. So um, there, there will be like a sequence of a few emails that will kind of introduce a subject and, uh, and the theme and uh, when you g- you read those then you get to the sales letter <laughs> and um, using this system has like um, like, like we, we like doubled or tr- tripled our our return rate with this system uh, rather than you know like uh, uh, um, sending a, a letter like to call the emails like a cold list you know yeah warming it up with the sequence has Mm. made us like it it revolutionized our business basically
0: bro like email marketing is so powerful like especially with how you can nurture your audience as well which from the sounds of it is pretty important in like france you know where you're, you're nurturing with content you know maybe you've got like four or five emails Nurturing like value, I guess you do not have like valuable information and then you pitch the sale. Is yeah, that kind of your process in a way? Like you
1: you begin by, you know, um, what we call like a recruitment, recruitment, like is you, you, we, we, like you send a, an email that, that has like a theme, for instance, like back pain. If you have back pain, click here, because I have a series of, of email where I, I will share with you like a, um, a remedy for back pain, basically. And, and people cli- click on it, that means they're like warm, and then you you, you warm yeah. them up even more with a, a series like of free content, uh, which gives them like a, a good amount of uh, info but then which, mm. you know, like just like a funnel, like you, you're, you're led to the sale, to, to the sale, basically. And, and, and yeah. by the time they get to the sales letter, they're, they're super warm and uh, they, they just want one thing. It's it's to buy the product.
0: It is unreal. How many pe- like cup brands, underestimate how powerful Absolutely. email is like it's actually unreal because there's not many other places right like where it's kind of one-on-one unless it's social media which social media problem with that is you know it's big like big distraction people scrolling right that you haven't got their undivided attention but on email you do and you can really like nurture them to your content and also understand and also it's like a if you have like a five six email sequence, you know of valuable content. Like you're also really like pointing out their pains in every single one, so that when you pitch the sale, they're so warm to your content and so aware of your their problem. Like it's actually not that you know not crazy crazy difficult to m- get the sale because you just warm them with all those other emails. Yeah, you know
1: I totally. Like, and you you create a link. Like like there is this very huge thing, it's the, it's the relationship between the reader and the writer, and like it's so yeah. powerful. And uh, I'm sure that a lot of people who are l- listening, who are doing like email copy, would benefit from, you know, just uh, like um, creating and, and consolidating this link they have with their readers. Like I mean, yeah, guys, send more free content. Try to to lead your your readers through a journey, like to your sales page, with free content, valuable content, and you'll see, like your sales will just explode. And uh, it's it's exactly what happened to uh, to us. Like I mean, it, it. like I, I'm not kidding. I think it doubled or tripled our 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 um, like our numbers basically.
0: Yeah, and this is kind of a kind of diving deeper question, but the kind of call to action in your email is it to like go to the set se- um, to the sales page or do you straight up pitch the product and then they can buy there?
1: Well, the, um, like during the sequence the main objective is to uh, address objections. Basically, so, so, an, and in fact, I can, I will tell you later if we have time, like uh, I, I have um, a, a great story, uh, which is like how I tweaked <laughs> this uh, sequence and made it like completely <laughs> crazy, and it it, it was one that, like I'm so proud of this letter. Um, I'll I'll tell you about it if we have time. But um, the the um, yeah the main objective basically is to introduce the product and to without telling them uh, about the product, but you know introducing the problem, basically giving some solution like some concrete. Uh, information so that they, that they can use right now and addressing the most uh, objection uh, like as possible y- you know like um, uh, uh, things like um, mm, f- for instance I- if it's like back pain you, you, can, you can absolutely uh, compare the solution you're hinting at with solutions that don't work you know like products like belts like uh, contention belts or uh, things like mm. this and you can absolutely destroy them and then you know you lead the reader to the inevitability of your of your product and then wh- when you're when you are done with this you can send your letter which will do the work like which which will um, you know sell the product
0: Yeah, man. I, I yeah. I love. I kind of love this just because it's so interesting to talk about. But I really want to ask you this question. Like you mentioned, you're kind of mentoring for or you're training for copyrights. So how how is that? Like, is it kind of when are they people who have joined the company and you're mentoring them, or is it like an so outside thing you're doing? It's
1: both, because I'm. Yeah, I have a team inside the company that uh, of people I hired myself, and um. And yeah, I, I, can, I, fo- I follow them, like I help them day in and day out. Like I'm their, their personal assistant, basically, uh, a personal mentor, personal coach. Um, and I will really like, um, sometimes we will we'll just, you know, grab a coffee and just talk about coffee. And to me it's like, it, it's, it's actually a huge part of the training and um, so so at the moment I have uh, like so we used to be three in my team um, there is one who left us so now we're only two and then o- on the side uh, in my free time I also <laughs> do coaching and mentoring for, uh, for you know f- freelancers basically and I do the same thing like the, 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 the cool thing is that what I do in my job, my actual job is like I, I prepare basically courses with assignments with uh, books that you have to read, uh, you know exercises and stuff and then I like I just have to, to do the same thing like I take the same resources and I, I apply them and I do the same thing like with people uh, outside of, of work basically. And the, and the cool thing is that, like, I love copy so much that I, I can do it, like, all day and even on weekends. And, like, I do not get tired of copy.
0: Yeah. No, it's... it's, it's a, Yeah. No, spe- especially, like, just the most satisfying thing is when you finish writing and you just look back. I and mean, then I, mean, I think... Everyone hate. I think everyone hates editing, but some reason I love editing because I just love like, like cutting it down. Because you know, then you're perfecting it. Like like, then you're really perfecting it. It's beautiful, man. I
1: mean, it's a it's a form of art. There's no no like. It's just it's the same to me.
0: Yeah, man. So, leading on to kind of near the end now, I'm. I'm interested where like are you looking to go in the next you know a f- few years like what's your goal is it to because everyone you know talks about start i guess everyone on twitter as well talks about you know starting a business like you know copywriting or whatever like you obviously have a huge le- huge leverage skill now which you can like distribute in so many places like what is your goal there
1: well you know the the goal there's no like clear goal uh, the thing is, I, I, like, m- my goal is not really to like, to sell a lot of products uh, on Twitter or something like this. Like, uh, since I've started my, my Twitter, I've tried to like, give as much free stuff as I can. And then, only mm-hmm. when people really need it, then I'll, I'll maybe like, uh, do some coaching or, or, stu- or stuff like this. Uh, the thing is, like, yeah, the, the, the plan is to slowly move out of the company and, and going my own way, you know. And, and so, yeah, the, like, yeah. Twitter will be a great platform to one day, like, create, create products and, and become, like, like a full-time uh, entrepreneur like, or, you know, f- freelancer. But at the moment, like I, I really want um, to to do things right and not to just like create a shit product, sell it for like way too way too much, and then like you just ruin my yeah. reputation. Like, like uh, now, I have some some clients who know me, like cl- clients which are not from the company. Like I'm 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 talking like completely freelance uh, clients, you know, f- like. People I, I work with like outside of of my nine to five, and uh, and they know me and they so they know the the kind of work I do, um, and I have like this kind of reputation, you know, to to keep up, you know. So I'm trying to do things yeah. right, and and I I will only like create a product uh, if I deem it like. Uh, good enough and you know like so it brings like real value to people and not just like uh, you know throwing something out there and, uh, and seeing what happens and who
0: buys yeah amazing man so that kind of leads me on where can because I'm sure people might have uh, pretty game probably game pretty introduced to you now like, obviously this being a great part great story where can people find you and what do you have to kind of offer well, them
1: the main place where people can find me is on twitter at mercure copy so Mercure means mercury in french um so m e r c u r e and then copy um and i believe that the, the main thing they will find is uh is like I'm known for like my very long threads. <laughs> so because I, it, it's kind of <laughs> the, the style I want to, uh, I, I want to, to it's kind of my style, like it's giving, a, giving out a lot of value and going deep into subjects. Uh, so my, my threads are usually uh, uh, like they're around 60 to 80 tweets long, so like it's a, it's a, it's a good read. Uh, but I, I really try to go in depth uh, on s- subjects. Like the, the last one was um, about big ideas and how to find them. And um, so, yeah, that, that's mainly the thing that people will, will find is it's also the perspective and the vision of someone who is not a freelancer, you know, someone who is working with like the big guys, you know, up top. Um, yeah and I'm nowhere near their level you know but I know how they work I know what they do what they tell me not to do and uh, I believe that's like invaluable uh, knowledge for freelancers you know
0: amazing man perfect yeah all your links will drop in the bio guys check them out threads and everything like honestly it's like, it, that's the beautiful thing about Twitter And when you've got like real copywriters on there like you can learn as much from there as you can from books but yeah it's, uh, it's amazing well, thank you man for coming on pleasure. and yeah and see you next time guys